Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Why Do I Care? I'm your host, Toby Favalora, and today we'll be discussing the midterm elections and kind of breaking down the results as we have them. So without further ado, let's get right to it. So jumping right into it, this election went against all of the predictions essentially that were made. So this is being recorded later on Wednesday because I want to kind of do as much time in between the two kind of like every, I post every week, right? And I want to give as much time as possible after election night because some of these states have not declared winners yet. So I want to, you know, just wait as long as possible without disrupting kind of the upload schedule so this is wednesday as of around 6 p.m eastern time so what happens well like i said last episode and i have been saying for for almost a month now this was expected to be a red wave and it it was not right so this that the um one of the the most obvious surprises that john fennerman did beat oz and by a good four percentage points and that that, that's a really that's a big deal like he he really outperformed oz by a large margin and that was something that was very unexpected um other things that were unexpected um kind of just how how much of a fight some of the people put on like mandela barnes in wisconsin really really made uh ron johnson kind of give him a run for his money he only lost by around thirty thousand votes in north carolina the same thing um uh ted bund but only um beat beasley by about i don't know want to say uh, like a hundred thousand votes which i guess in the grand scheme of things is a lot of votes but also not you know stuff like that and then in ohio it was a um a bit closer uh, a, a bit a, a bit less close than some people were wanting but still in general the larger theme was just like democrats were much more competitive than anybody had thought they were going to be like arizona as of now it looks like mark kelly is hopefully going to win nevada it's not looking great for cortez mastro but that doesn't matter because of the pennsylvania um pickup so um the three races that well, I repeatedly said the uh, the election is going to go down to that was Pennsylvania. Fetterman did win Nevada. As of now, it looks like Cortez Mastro is going to lose to Lexit, but that is um, only eighty percent are um, uh, reporting right now. So that's uh, that that could change. And then Georgia, Georgia. The rule is if neither candidate gets over fifty percent, it automatically goes to a um, a runoff so Raphael warnock he he is in the lead but neither him nor um herschel walker got enough of the votes for them to be the senate in the, 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 the like the center for the state so now they um there's gonna be a runoff election that i'm definitely gonna cover on in the future because once again georgia runoff election is probably gonna decide who becomes or who who's in control of the senate and this is just in the senate um some of the ones that were just like leaning Democrat, like uh, Washington, New Hampshire, Colorado, and Arizona. Um, Democrats did win the top one of the, the, the most important ones, kind of, I suppose, are the toss up in that um, Fetterman did win Pennsylvania. And the other one would be um, it's much closer. And like I said, that's Nevada's. And then the ones that are leaning Republican, the Georgia is going to a runoff. So 
they did a very good job, and that's very surprising. And this is just in the Senate. If we go to the the House as a whole, the House was definitely like everyone thought that they um the Democrats were definitely going to lose this by by a lot, and they did they did not right as of now. Yes, the um as of now the Republicans are most likely almost guaranteed to win the House, but it's much much closer than anybody would have thought. Republicans need three three seats for control. Democrats need, oh boy, do you want to say 25 for control, 26, something like that for control? And these seats, they're, they're, they're getting really much closer than anyone kind of, kind of was thinking, right? So um, it was expected to be like a gigantic red tsunami. It was going to really blow, it was going to be a, a, a huge, large you know, like they were going to win everything. But if we go to like some of the most, like the toss ups, like Alaska first, the Democrat, they're like, um, she's doing very, very well. This is, um, I think I cover this. This is Pelota. Um, she was the one that beat Sarah Palin, but, um, she's doing very well. And then Iowa third, um, the, it was very close. It was around 50 50, but, um, in Iowa third, none did win by want to say what 2000 votes something very 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 slim margins 2000 votes in that one in the california 47th that was also a very close one and i can't find it because there's so many things in california i can't find them all 47th and that was um who was that was that katie porter yeah i think that was a uh, katie porter did win but it was, it was very very close races in all of these things um it's stuff like that right so if we go down for the 13 toss-up ones um, as rate, rate, uh, rated by ABC News. Alaska first, it looks like the Democrats going to win. Iowa third, Republican. Mi uh, Michigan third, that went to Democrat. New York 19th, Republican. Nevada first, Oregon fifth. Not decided yet, but, you know. And then, look, this is where it really, really gets... Um, I don't want to say... This is where it gets interesting. Pennsylvania 17th, Pennsylvania 7th, Pennsylvania 8th, and um, Rhode Island 2nd. And Texas 34th all went to the democrats so as of now the ones that have officially been declared for democrats are out of the 13 one two three four five six out of 13 so that's half and in what what was while the democrats basically they've lost the house by now i or probably by the time you're listening to this but what what makes it so impressive is that like i said historically like you lose so many more seats right like trump lost many more seats and obama lost seats and it's it's, it's just it's like based on history, it's kind of become something that everyone's become used to is that the incumbents, the party in power, lose the seats. And the Democrats really show that, no, like this is not, it's not happening as of now. They even got some, um, they've made it close. Like they're about to do an upset. Oh, uh, well, uh, I, I don't want to speak too soon, but there are some races that it's really like, like Colorado third. I think this is, um, one one of the ones that I think would be kind of shows or en encompasses uh, this election as a whole. So this is between um basically it's just like Bobert. She's like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Madison Crawthorn, uh, like these type of people, you know, like out there. But she she's been gaining in op national popularity, and she is currently losing to this guy that nobody had really heard of until well, at least I and Jen Psaki's 
dad heard of him. That was the whole thing if you watch um, MSNBC for the election. But I guess no one got that joke except for people who are watching MSNBC. So, but essentially what this boils down to is that the Democrats held their own. And they not only held their own, that for for a good chance, like they were very, like this would have been an impressive feat if if this was just like a normal election, let alone this. Like what they did, it just like, it essentially just like broke modern political expectations in history. So how did this happen? Well, there are multiple, multiple reasons. The first and main reason is that Trump, Trump. So he, the, 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 the candidates that he endorsed, they struck out, right? Like Herschel Walker. So that, well, okay. I don't want to say Herschel Walker didn't strike out because he didn't necessarily lose. But if we look at Herschel Walker, who was Trump endorsed, and we look at Brian Kemp, who was not Trump endorsed, both of them ran in Georgia. So the same people were voting for him. Brian Kemp won hands down, right? Like it was not close between him and Stacey Abrams or Herschel Walker. Like I said, is going to a runoff. And then um, Dan Bullock, who lost to Maggie Hassan, that didn't they, like it, it. Didn't really look close. Like Maggie Hassan just destroyed them. But uh, Chris Sununu, who 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 does who's an anti-Trumper, won won very well. It's it's stuff like that, right? So the people who Trump endorses, have, like Doctor Oz, they they are unable to win the close elections because candidate quality matters too. This also means is if you were watching the election live, like I was, Florida came in first. When Florida came in first, it was a resounding victory for the um the, for the Republicans. So everyone's like, oh, okay, here we go, and that kind of like fueled the uh, the Democrats are definitely going to lose big. But that really was only in Florida. So what what does this kind of what does this kind of mean, right? Like just. The, like the the um the, the Hispanic vote, the Democrats have been losing, and that is a big issue because in, like in Texas, since um, Florida, Nevada, all these states, they they have a very high um Latino Hispanic um area, and especially if we go to Miami Dade, which is a very uh, very crucial area to win in Florida, um they have a lot of Cuban Americans, and Cuban Americans are more conservative, but Democrats have been able. It's 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 complicated. I don't want to get into the weeds of it that deeply but essentially the democrats really need to fix what they're doing because their messaging it's not working right now in those areas however what they are doing is they are able to get people under 30 and that was part of the reason why um the polls were so wrong so I know the vast majority of these listeners are under 30 because a that's the point of the goal. And if you listen on Spotify, I have like the analytics for that. And I, I just like a, a rhetorical question is like, how many people under 30, how many of you guys would pick up a phone if it was had no caller ID? Right? Like not many people do that. So what does that mean? It means that the polls are kind of like, there's a non response bias and that, that affects it so that the, um, they get undercounted, and what that means is that the um, the enthusiasm that they have to make change for like um, the Dobbs decision um, and climate and guns, all these things that they're very passionate about, don't necessarily like get seen in the national polls. Um, uh, it's it's just like things things like that. So, um, kind of like in conclusion, as of now, I'm probably gonna have another one. Um, next week when the results are a bit more well known, but it, it, it's definitely, it's getting, it's getting closer. So Democrats 
held their own, holding their own, have a chance to hold the Senate, and they lost very well. Oh boy, they were doomed to lose the House from the start, right? But the 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 amount that they lost the House by was it's much more manageable for them now. That's kind of like the key aspect, right? Like they were going to lose because gerrymandering is that simple, and but but as of now, um, it's going to be very very hard for like the um the republicans to kind of keep their base intact like mccarthy is going to have a really really hard time holding his like his caucus together because like it's really close and like if you lose even a couple votes that has very very large large impact on just you know the election and how everything works as a whole so thank you guys so much for listening um yeah, share. Uh, have a great rest of your day and uh, check in next week. All right, see you guys.